My name is Fernanda Moura. I'm a literary scholar, founder of Books and Culture, and this is episode 17 of the podcast, An Overview of English Literature, about the English journalist, political philosopher, and novelist, William Godwin. Before we start, I'd like to remind you to check out the website booksandculture.club and sign up for the newsletter. You will receive literary content from me every Friday. And you can also sign up to be notified of upcoming online literature courses. All right, so now let's talk about William Godwin. You may not have heard of Godwin, but you may have heard of his wife, and I am pretty sure you've heard of his daughter. William Godwin married the writer Mary Wollstonecraft in 1797, author of the influential book A Vindication of the Rights of Woman, published in 1792 which is considered to be the first English feminist work. Their daughter, Mary Godwin, later became Mary Shelley after her marriage to the romantic poet Percy Shelley. She would grow up to write the classic Frankenstein. So this was quite a family, right? Godwin is most famous for his political writings, especially an inquiry concerning political justice and its influence on morals and happiness from 1793 which was Godwin's response to Edmund Burke's conservative text, Reflections on the Revolution in France, from 1790. Burke, Godwin, and Wollstonecraft participated actively in what is now called the French Revolution controversy in England, political debates concerning the effects of the revolution in England's political scenario. If you want to know more about this, listen to episode 15, which is called The French Revolution Controversy in England. Godwin's political justice is an attack on political institutions and is considered to be the first modern work to expound anarchism. His text provides an anarchist critique of the state. According to Godwin, the institutions of state or government are evil and lead to mental enslavement. He believed that social practices such as property monopoly, marriage and monarchy restrain the progress of mankind. Therefore, he was not against society as such, but against the state which he considered to be antisocial, based on inequality. And crucially, he had no belief in the legal system. Godwin transformed his political beliefs into a novel, his second most famous book, which is called Things as They Are or The Adventures of Caleb Williams from 1794. A combination of mystery and gothic novel, which attacks aristocratic privilege. The novel was a call to end the abuse of power by what Godwin saw as a tyrannical government. The novel, a genre in rising at the end of the 18th century, was the way Godwin found to popularize his ideas from political justice. Caleb Williams was definitely part of a conscious political project by the author. Godwin specifically chose the date of publication as the 12th of May, the same day the Prime Minister had suspended habeas corpus in order to mass arrest suspected radicals. Habeas corpus is a recourse in law through which a person can report an unlawful detention or imprisonment to a court and request an examination of whether the detention is lawful. Suspending habeas corpus, the Prime Minister denied many prisoners the right to question their imprisonment. And this is exactly what happens with the protagonist of Godwin's novel. Caleb Williams is a young working class man 
who is employed to become the secretary of Mr. Falkland, a wealthy squire and a man he respects and loves greatly. Mr. Falkland is a respectable man, admired by those around him, and who held a big grudge against Mr. Tyrrell, a coarse and despotic landowner. When Falkland finds out about the ways Tyrrell treats his employees and how he keeps his poor cousin Miss Emily Melville prisoner, the two get into a fight. The next day, the lifeless body of Mr. Tyrrell is found, and two of his tenants executed for the murder. Caleb Williams, however, starts to suspect that Mr. Falkland was, in fact, the murderer, but no one would believe him because of Falkland's irreproachable reputation and social class. Caleb confronts his master and soon becomes the victim of oppression and persecution, ending up in jail for a crime he did not commit. Caleb Williams represents Godwin's attempt to expose the injustices of English social and political life, the unchecked power of landlords over peasants, the horrors of the prison system, the tyranny of the wealthy over the poor, and the government's oppression of its citizens. The original title devised by Godwin was Things As They Are. Why do you think he chose such a title? It emphasizes that Caleb Williams' plights and the injustices he and other characters in the novel suffer are sadly the reality. The novel was therefore a description of things as they are, bringing awareness to the urgent need for change. The surviving manuscripts for many of Godwin's best-known works are held in the Forster Collection at the Victorian Albert Museum. The V&A's manuscripts for Political Justice and Caleb Williams were both digitized in 2017 and are now included in the Shelley Godwin archive, and you can see them for free. I would highly recommend doing that. It's an incredible experience to be able to look at an author's handwriting and notes during the revision processes. Godwin died at the age of 80 on the 7th of April, 1836, and was buried next to his first wife, Mary Wollstonecraft. So here we are. I hope you've enjoyed this episode about William Godwin, his political writings, and the influential novel Caleb Williams. Stay tuned and until the next stop in our journey through English literature. Remember, you can find me on Instagram at books.end.culture. For ideas for future episodes or comments, you can send me an email at hello at booksandculture.club. See you next time.